One time I preached in a Lutheran church down at the county fair. They had one of these little cubicles like John Wesley used to, you know, just kind of all wooden and everything. I about panicked and fell out because I just couldn't handle to be hemmed in like that. This is going to be tough, but it'll be all right. Why don't you all stand, stand for the reading the word? I want you guys to do something with me. First Peter 2, 17. Let's read this together. Let's read it three times in pages, okay? Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Let's do it again. Honor all men. Louder. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Let's do it again. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. One more time. Honor all men. Love the brotherhood. Fear God. Honor the king. Now turn around and slap somebody's hand as hard as you can slap it. Amen. High fives all the way around here. Slap them. Slap those hands. Now do it again. Do it again. Slap somebody's hand again. Let's go on a little bit. Do it again. Come on. Change the Somebody's hand again. Amen. I believe we are born to be a brotherhood, don't you? I believe we can have a little love. Amen. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Now somebody shout. That's good. Do that again. I don't have much of a voice. Praise God. Amen. You asked me if I was going to get loud, but everybody else getting loud. Amen. You can be seated this morning if you can. Praise God. God put a, something on my heart. I was watching. Uh, we had just stepped out in faith about two or three weeks ago. Went into, into a new town and started a, a work. Just really a, a one-off. We just started a, a night service in a different town. And I just come down, sat down in my house, and uh, Sarah made me a cup of tea. And my beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wife, Sarah, who's home with my beautiful kids, uh, five little ones right now. Um, some of them were sick this weekend, so keep them all in prayer. Amen. She's holding the fort down so I can be down here with all this manliness. Praise God. Oh. But anyway. Um. And we sat down and I just flicked something on. I was just, you know, you grab the remote, like, let's watch something. And I, there's a show called Against All Odds. Anybody ever seen it? Kind of a war show. Yep, 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 okay. So it's a war show. And I saw this, this clip and it, you just scroll down the DVR and it says, it said Peleliu. Peleliu Island. Anybody ever heard of Peleliu? 
I think our good friend uh, Brother Clendenin was was at Peleliu Island. I believe he I believe he he either fought in that or I'll have to, to look at it. But if some people know who B. H. Clendenin is. Uh, it was the story of September fifteenth, nineteen forty four, D Day, when these men, these Marines, this, these two, two different battalions had. And it was the story of these men that had gone into Peleliu Island, and I was just intrigued. I sat sat there and watched the half hour program. And uh, I, I just saw, started to see some types. This is about two, three weeks ago. And I thought, <clears throat> so this is not a message. A lot of the evangelists say, just preach your best message when you get in front of a lot of people. Preach that one. I don't, I'm a pastor. You know, you gotta, you gotta have fresh bread all the time. So this is, uh, this is just what it is, you know. I was up most of the night just trying to dot this thing down and get it, get it ready. But the island of Pelolo, I'm gonna read a little bit about it. <clears throat> D-Day. Island of Peleliu, a Japanese fortified volcanic landmass overgrown with jungle, a vast system of underground caves, strongholds, darkness, soldiers that had taken the kamikaze, or it's a different one that I can't pronounce, they had sworn to die and pledged to die and really gave their life to demon spirits uh, so that they could they could stand and, and hold their ground. Now they were dug in, in these coral, it was totally made of coral, and, and, and it was covered with jungle. It was, so you couldn't see it from the air. And, the, and our American troops had no idea when they got off those Amtraks what in the world was going to hit them. There was people that were dug in. I mean, they had they had all these massive guns that were sitting at this peninsula point, and it was just picking off these Amtraks. There was 26 Amtraks with 20 men aboard each one trying to get to the shore, and they were all just picked off, picked off, picked off, picked off. There was smoking in the water. The people were trying to get to the shore, and uh, several several people made it. This The casualties in the island of Peleliu were catastrophic. In fact, for a time, it was the most casualties in any war that it had ever been. Very few people made it. I remember Clendenin talking about this. Out of a battalion of like 880 people were still alive. And so they thought that this was going to be a four-day a four-day uh, battle or whatever. They were there two months. They were there two months running their guts out trying to get to that beach and then being picked off by a well, well-trained, demon-possessed group of people. And I want to tell you this, against uh, um, they were against America, but a handful of men, despite the odds, were able to gain a victory for America against all odds. Against all odds. And these American soldiers, none of them knew what was going to hit them. Most of them were 17, 18, and 19. They had been trained in boot camps, but they had never, never seen warfare like this. They had never seen people dug in like this. They had never, America's farm boys had never seen what was going to hit them. And I just, I saw something in this. They called this, this island hell itself because of its volcanic uh, inset. They said there were strongholds that, that, that were there. There was 10,000 Japanese dug into the island. They, by day it would get to 115 degrees. It was shell-shocked by day and night. There was no water, no fresh water anywhere to be found. Water had to be taken off of other people. The heaviest casualties, as I said, leadership was being killed in front of them. Brothers were being murdered and dismembered and blown to bits. 
There were faces, there were pictures of people that had, had, had depicted uh, artwork of just the gore of, of faces of men that had never seen anything like the terror that they were, that, 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 that was facing them. Amtrak's burning, enemy dug into the coral cave system, yet these courageous men, despite all the odds, were able to win a victory within two months. Unbelievable. Against all odds. I want to preach a message to you today called Against All Odds. Amen. God does His work against all odds. When you come into this thing, you, we, when we come into this thing, we, we, we get born again and we just have the best intentions of all time. We all want, we all want there to be smooth sailing. We want to, we want to work for the king. We want to follow after God with all of our heart, but we don't see the warfare, the strategies of the enemy. We can't discern most of that when we first come in and neither did these young men. We can't see the betrayals and the backstabbing. We can't see the stalemates. We can't see the strongholds because they're so dug in. We can't see the stubborn, stiff-necked people that we're going to face. We can't see the family issues and the people that were going to be with you and then not going to be with you. You listening this morning? Amen. We didn't see the cords of disunity in the demonic realm. We didn't see any of these things coming. We didn't see the, the strategies that were working against us. We didn't see the discouragement that can come. We didn't see the despair that could come. We didn't see the bombs that would be dropping. We didn't see the, the airstrikes and the planned attacks and all of these things. And we didn't see how dirty the devil plays. The enemy would take, uh, they would get somebody out, out in the clear and they would, they would shoot at that person. They wouldn't shoot to kill him. They would shoot to maim him. And then sure enough, the Marines would bring two people carrying a stretcher and they would try to try to grab that person that was hurt or wounded or whatever else that had been weakened by bullets or fire blown to bits. And I saw even video of it on this on this program. And then they would just open up on on four or five Marines that were trying to save the wounded. They did this all the time. And brothers. I'm just a little bit tired of the enemy picking on our sons and our daughters and our wives and the, amen, and, and all the people that are weak or wounded or hurt, you know what I'm saying? I'm just a little bit sick of all that. Brothers, look at our homes, look at the public schools, look at the suicide that is coming around all of us. It's in Nebraska, it's everywhere you go, it's all around us, people are turning. And this is a fight for life and death, this is a fight for good and evil, amen? We've been called for such a time as this, brothers. We need to stand up for our brothers. We need to stand up. We can't let anybody pick on our brothers. We need to stand as a band of brothers in this hour. They're picking on the weak. They're picking on the people that have been aimed and fired on. And they're doing that in an effort to get to you. The enemy knows exactly what he's doing. He's trying to bring you out in the clear so he can get a good shot off at you. Amen. we got to know that we're at war. And when you're at war, you live differently than when you... And when you're not, Amen. and when you're in a, a time of peace, we're at a war for everything that's precious to us. Huh? Yeah, you're, you're, our sons, our daughters, our freedoms, our families, our homes. We're in a war today. Yeah. Our homes, our congregations. What about our churches? It should keep us interceding. It should keep us on our knees. It should keep us in a constant state of prayer because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God. Amen. We wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities and against powers and against rulers of darkness in this world. 
And demons, listen to this. Demons, they hate you. You realize that? You've got a foe, you've got an adversary. They have no love, they have no truth, they have no mercy. They'll not rest until all that's precious would be stolen from you, killed and destroyed. They never sleep, they're after you. Day and night, they're here to dog your trail. Amen? They're here to stop you until you're so busy. Listen to this. That you're of no consequence to the kingdom. Men, that you're so carnal, you're so lusting, you're so wanton, you're so covetousness, you're so bound, you're so broken, your eyes are distracted, you're so buried in work or whatever else, that you can never be used. You're waiting in this mediocrity, you're just, you're just waiting for something to happen and nothing ever does. They know your weakness because they've been watching you. And you've shown it to them time and time and time again. So they attack and they tempt. And they keep coming, and they're relentless, and they're dug in, and it's strongholds. Men, do you guys pray for one another? Yes. How many other men are praying for the other men in your church or in your or wherever you're at? First Peter two seventeen: Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, and honor the king. This is supposed to be a band of brothers. This is what we're called to do. We're supposed to move as a unit. We're supposed to move in unity and in power and in strength, and that's where God commands the blessing. Amen. Hallelujah, we're a band of brothers. We're supposed to stand together. And we're to stand against all odds. But as I look at this, and as I was watching this, against all odds is the, is the entire work of the Bible. Yeah. You think about this. The Immaculate Conception. <laughs> That's against all odds, right? God speaking the universe into existence. Explain that one to me, okay? God parting the Red Sea is against all odds. He provides man and quail 40 years for 2 million people in a desert. Jesus feeds the 5,000 on a few loaves of bread. God raised Jesus from the dead against all odds. It's impossible what God does. Amen. It's supernatural what God does. Amen. Hallelujah. And today we're in a global pandemic. Have we forgotten what's gone on? How the world changed in 45 days? Dear God. A global pandemic, a presidential election that went awry, Middle Eastern peace agreements in the works. Some of our states were literally burning. Thousands of people were evacuated from fire zones. Churches were closed. You remember that? Our children weren't allowed to go to school without a mask and now a vaccine. We're experiencing rolling blackouts, crazy weather. Seniors were locked away in rest homes and they couldn't get out. They're trashing the streets, rioting and looting, dangerous prisoners being released, open borders, thugs and looters, police officers literally being shot and killed, substance abuse, depression, suicide, fear, hopelessness, plaguing citizens, divorce, spousal abuse, domestic violence, child abuse, and neglect of all sorts. We're at war. And know this, that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Difficult, dangerous, fierce, perilous. We're in the biggest crisis that we've ever been in. We've ever experienced. I've never experienced this in my life. Never. Look at this conflict. Would you turn in the Bible to 2 Corinthians 4? Somebody may give me a, a glass. Thank 
verse 1, 2 Corinthians 4, 1. Seeing there, seeing therefore, therefore seeing we have this ministry. This is our ministry, you guys. <clears throat> we have received mercy and we faint not. Jump to 6, just for sake of time. Some of you guys are cued to wave at me at a certain amount of time. Right? Ten. You got ten minutes. Just preach, brother. Ten more minutes. Pray for a miracle. <laughs> for God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, can you see that this is about light and darkness? He's, our commander has commanded the light to shine out of darkness. He shined in our hearts. To give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Christ Jesus. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Look at this. We're troubled on every side. Do you see it? Yet not distressed. We're perplexed but not in despair. Persecuted but not forsaken. We're cast down. And if you're a man of God, I guarantee that you've been cast down in the last six months. Amen. There's no doubt about it. Cast down but not destroyed. Amen. Many of you guys being chastised of the Lord for the first time. I've asked God, what is chastisement? All of a sudden it came in droves. Eh? <laughs> Revelation knowledge of it. Wow. Broken ribs or whatever else. Fighting different injuries all along the way. Look at this. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death. For, the, for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest Hallelujah. in our mortal flesh. Hallelujah. So then death works in us, Hallelujah. but life in you. Hallelujah. You see that? Death is working in us yes. all the time. Yeah. And to the degree of death, you'll see the degrees of life. Yeah. And to be broken then is the beginning of revival. Yes. And God's going to keep us broken so He can revive us and get something out of the crushing. Amen. The death works in us. And he puts us in these places that are mission impossible scenarios. And we're wondering, man, why in the world am I struggling? Why isn't it just this perfect little world? I'm trying to... And don't we all want that? We're all trying to get to this idyllic little place in life. I want the lawn mowed a certain way. I want the, the, you know, I want it all to be just right. We're fighting for that. We've got to realize we're chosen by God. We're anointed and sent to do the impossible. Yeah. We're armed and dangerous. Amen? Amen? Always for the glory of God. And with God, nothing's going to be impossible. Right. So this is the realm of the impossibility. You live in the realm of impossibility and so do I. Amen? Yeah. From beginning to end, we've got to see what this is really all about. Because in Exodus 15.3, it says this. It says, the Lord is a man of war. Yeah. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. And in Revelation 19, so that's early in the Bible. Then Revelation is all the way to the end. You have Jesus. He's coming back. Can I get an amen there? Coming back as what? A warrior. He's coming back riding a white horse, wearing a blood-stained white robe, leading a mighty army. That's you and me. He's got a sword coming out of his mouth. He's going to destroy every one of his enemies. Amen. Hallelujah. Today he's recruited you and he's recruited me. He's recruited us for such a time as this. Yeah. We're the men of this generation. We don't get another another go around. This is our time on planet Earth. Amen. Yeah. He 
you could have been placed anywhere in the last 6,000 years, but God has placed you here and now. He's put you where you need to be. He's regionally placed you around this globe. Amen. He's put you in the United States of America. He's got me where he needs me. He's got you where he's got you. There's significance in you being here now. You're anointed for such a time as this. Amen. And every man that God ever used in the Bible has been a warrior and a man of war. Amen. He's first been a warrior. What's a warrior? Well, a warrior is not a guy that runs around with an an AR-15 and and 30-round magazines. This is what a warrior is. This is from a general. A warrior is someone who says... This is what I love. This is what I hold dear. This is my faith. This is my family. This is my church. This is my country. And this is what threatens it. And this is the enemy. And you'll not hurt what I hold dear. You'll not hurt what I love. Without coming through me. And something rises up in every single one of us that are men. Amen. Called by God that stands up within us. And it's a warrior spirit. Amen. God has put a warrior spirit. Hallelujah. All through the Bible. Because it's God's disposition. Amen. It's His power. It's His unction. It's His authority. It's His personality. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. David. My God. Hallelujah. Caleb. These men that had another spirit, this warrior spirit. I believe it's alive and well in Baton Rouge today. Amen. Hallelujah. God backed up every word that this man said. Look at this. This is some smack talking. Look at this, young, young. Look at this. 1 Samuel 17, 45 through 47. I'll just read it to you. David says to the ugliest giant that he's ever seen, Thou comest to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied. This day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand, and I'm going to smite thee. I'm going to take your head from you. And I will give the carcasses of the hosts of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air, unto the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. Hallelujah. And that all of this assembly shall know that there's a God that saves. Amen. Not with a sword, but with a spear. For the battle is the Lord's. And He's going to give it into your hands. Amen. He's going to give me into your hands. I believe. Hallelujah. God, there's still a God who wants to take down every Philistine that would dare stand against the men of God in this hour. Wants to hack off every Goliath that stands in our way today. Hallelujah. He wants real men to stand up with a warrior spirit again. And live for God and stand for God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God God is going to cause him to lift the head off this devil. Praise God. By, By his own hands. Hallelujah. It was a warrior spirit. You see that? There's a warrior spirit coming out of him. I believe God's raising up warriors in this hour. Amen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen. Then there's Jonathan. 1 Samuel 14, 6 and 7. Jonathan says to the young man that bore his armor, Come on. Let's go over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. It may be that the Lord will work for us. 
It may be that God's going to do something right now in this moment of human history for nothing restrains the Lord from saving by few or by many. You believe that today for your life? God can do anything He wants to. Amen? Nothing is restraining God in this hour. There's not a devil in hell. Stack them up. Hallelujah. He defeated everybody at the cross. Amen? Hallelujah. Line them up. Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah. He was expecting success. He Something in him was driving. There was a spirit inside of him. He says, do all that's the armor bearer said, do all that's in your heart then. Hallelujah. Go then. I'm here. I'm with you according to your heart. Yeah. So one man gets stirred up and what happens to the armor bearer? Dang it, I'm with you. Amen. Let's go. Let's go. I'm with. I'll stand up. I'll fight. Somebody else stand up. To the attitude of men that will stand up in this hour. If they'll stand up, somebody else will stand up. And all of a sudden, in the middle of crisis, there's going to be the power of God. Amen. Hallelujah. And I believe God wants to see what a couple men can do if they can agree on something. Amen. The power of agreement. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Israel was hopelessly outnumbered, demoralized, no doubt about it. And Jonathan was willing to let God use. Are you willing to let God use you? Hallelujah. Are you really? Praise God. With the odds stacked against you, knowing that the victory was won at the cross, knowing, hallelujah, that there's resurrection from the dead and it's for all that are walk in faith, knowing that there's glory that God has for His people in this hour. And dear God, I want to say to you, do all that is in your heart to do. Hallelujah. Do all of it. Hallelujah. You guys, what does that mean? Well, brothers, men, maybe it looks like this. Rent a building. Start some meetings. Call some evangelists. Bring them in. Hallelujah. Start a block party. Call the principal. Buy an old Ford dealership. (laughs) Preach at the fair, the car show. Ask for a a time slot on the radio to preach the gospel. I don't know. And say, pick up the phone when somebody calls and ask you to share the gospel with them. Amen. Go visit the sick. Go to the hospital. Amen. Buy a house with $200 in your pocket. I don't know. God, there's souls that need saving. And there's going to be a church in this hour because Jesus said, I'm going to have my church in the gates of hell shall not prevail again. Hallelujah. God chose you to be here now. He hasn't changed his mind. He hasn't changed his mind. Dear God, hallelujah. Of whom the ends of the world are come. You men have been called upon the ends of the world. We're here and now. Amen. God has full confidence in himself. That's good. You may not have confidence at all, but God has full confidence in Himself. God has full confidence in His Son, Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. God has full confidence in His Gospel. Amen. For I'm not ashamed of the Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the power of God unto salvation. Amen. To the Jew first, to the Greek. Anybody that believes this thing, it's the power of God. So God has confidence in Him. God has confidence in the Son. God has confidence in the Gospel. God has confidence then in the Word of God. And we need to get some confidence in our God and step out in faith. Oh, Lord. We've got to talk to Lee Shipp. 
Preach on, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Preach on. I'm not worried about Phil, if you were at the restaurant last Wednesday night, we, you led that, that girl to the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Just sitting there weeping, crying as Philip was sharing the, his, the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I just want to encourage you guys, if you can't be a David, be a Jonathan. If you can't be a Jonathan, be an armor bearer for a Jonathan. And if you can't be anything, just be a man of God in this hour. Amen. Forget the titles. Let's just be what God called us to be. Amen. One of the most encouraging things that anybody could say to anybody is, I believe in you. I'm for you. I'm for you. I'm not against you. A friend of mine named David Owens, he said that to me once, and you don't know what it did to my life. So I didn't think anybody believed in me. But he said that, and it just picked me up, and it just lifted me through the roof. That a man of God would think something of me. Praise God. Come on, are you, are you hearing what I'm saying? We need God. Honor is the number one thing to a man. Did you know that? Oh, God. Encouragement makes all the difference in the world. Are you an encourager in this hour? Are you lifting people up? Are you pulling them out from where they're at? Amen. They need it in this hour. And God was going to use Jonathan. There's no doubt about it. But God doesn't just use a Jonathan. He doesn't just use a David. He pulls up one guy, and then he pulls 30 people around David and calls them the mighty men of God. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they start taking names for God. Woo! And all of a sudden, my God, there's miracles, power, and strength, and unction. I see it here, happening here in this church. God is raising up a remnant. 7,000 that will not bow their knee to Baal. Amen. He's rising. He's rising up. Amen. He's rising right now before our eyes. God is doing his end time work. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You might say, all these things are against me. Well, you must be doing something right. Hallelujah. In Peleliu, the soldiers that lived, thank God Clint Bennett lived, amen. The soldiers that lived, and this is a quote, he said, the ones that made it alive were the ones that got up and ran into the chaos of night. Something rose up in them to fight. They were stupefied for a while. They were shell-shocked. They couldn't hear. They had nothing to eat or drink. And they had to fight their way out of that hellhole. That volcanic mess with demon-possessed people. And it's no different for us. We've got to do the exact same thing. Hallelujah. My God, the earth is going to burn up here in a second. Amen. Seeing these things, what manner of persons ought we to be? Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, Jesus. Their faith was tried by fire. But battle, by battle, and a four-day skirmish was turned into two months. But they ran into the darkness with a torch burning their pathway into an eternal glory. They were praying prayers that moved the hands of Him who moves the world. They were relentless in that hour. Unbeatable and unbreakable and unshakable. They were desperate. And if we can get desperate in this hour, God's never turned down a desperate person in His life. Woman with the issue of blood is going to find Jesus and be healed. Amen. Zacchaeus, that wee little man is going to climb a tree somewhere. He's going to find Jesus and Jesus is going home with Zacchaeus. Right? My God, if we'll just get desperate in this hour, we'll just get after Jesus. Hallelujah. Tear the roof off this thing. Amen. And let let God come down in this place. And Jesus will heal. Amen. We just got to get after God. Amen. Hallelujah. And if God before you. 
Man, it doesn't matter if there's a Pharaoh, a Herod, a Nebuchadnezzar, a Jezebel, an Ahab, other spirits, hallelujah, that I haven't even met yet. It doesn't matter if there's a stall that's throwing, my God, he's throwing, he's throwing javelins at the wall. It's just your promotion from above. God's just moving you on to the next thing. Amen. Hallelujah. God's got something better and He ain't done with any one of you. Amen. Praise the name of Jesus. Hammond is just building a gallow that he's going to hang his head on. Amen. Jesus, teach my hands to war. Hallelujah. Give me the shield of thy salvation. I pursued my enemies and overtaken them. Hallelujah. I have wounded them that that they were not able to rise. Hallelujah. Thou hast given me the necks of mine enemies that I might destroy them that hate me. Dear God, we're made to trample on serpents and scorpions, stick our foot all over the heads and the necks. Hallelujah. Of every demon that comes our way. Amen. Doesn't matter if you're surrounded by evil. Hallelujah. Elisha was surrounded. Against all odds, he, he, he prayed to open the eyes to see the multitudes of horses and chariots. Hallelujah. We sang about it the other night. Chariots of fire to see I'm surrounded. I'm surrounded by you. I can't even sing it now. Thank you, Jesus. Somebody that can carry a tune, tell me how that goes. It may look like I'm surrounded, surrounded but I'm surrounded by Jesus. Amen. And against all odds, every story in the Bible, every single one. That's where the stripes come, the shipwrecks come, the perils by robbers, perils by countrymen. Oh, Lord. Jeez, think about this. Paul, the Apostle Paul, 40 men took an oath that they weren't going to eat again until they had killed the Apostle Paul. How do you like them odds? They didn't get the job done. And through a window in a basket, I was let down by the wall and escaped his hands. Hallelujah. What are the odds, hallelujah, that he comes out of here alive? What are the odds of Daniel in the lion's den? What are the odds of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? What are the, the odds are impossible. But that word is not found used by God. He doesn't use the word impossible. All things are possible. Only believe, the Bible says. Amen. Man, there's so many signs and wonders waiting for us in this lifetime if we'll just allow the power of the resurrection to come in and change who we are. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So many things written in the book done by the disciples that all the books in the world cannot contain what Jesus Christ did upon this earth. Amen. There's power in His name. There's power in His blood. There's power for us in this hour. That I might know Him in the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings. Praise God. Being made conformable unto His death, because death worketh in me. That's right. But life works in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, man. I want to just tell you this. Hallelujah. Only believe right now, man. The time is now. It's a new day. It's a new era. It's a new epic moment. We were born for this day. We can be more than conquerors. There's grace, hallelujah, abounding to the chiefest of sinners. Hallelujah. All things can be done in this hour. We can be the Samsons, the, the Elishas, the Joshuas of our day. Be bold. Be strong. Hallelujah. There's power and unction in the Holy Ghost today. Hallelujah. There's breakthrough and transformation in this gospel. Gone are the days of bondage. Gone are the days of shackles. Gone are the days and weeks and months and chains of depression and oppression. You have, hallelujah, got to go to Calvary. Hey, praise God. Jesus. 
As he took our sin to the cross there. Praise God. You didn't just kill him there. You buried and sealed him in a tomb. And when you rose, I rose. And hallelujah. God, I woke up and was born again in a new creation at 25. Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, he gives good gifts to his children. Amen. Praise God. He encourages us to ask. He's done it all, paid it all, washed it all, cleansed it all, defeated it all, conquered it all. Oh my God, salvation is great, amen? Salvation is mighty, salvation is holy. He sends us promises and says, you can receive power. And guess what? Oh my God, I've never heard of such things, amen? That a God would give me power. Jesus, that turns the world upside down. In the book of Acts, they did it. Well, I want to do it too. Hallelujah. Father, what haven't you done? take me out of a cornfield, you take me out of a hog house prayer meeting in the middle of nowhere. Take me from pasture and cattle, 200 head of black Angus, and you call me to pray. Hallelujah. And you called us. And God's given us the front street of our town. He's, he's, he's done miracles, signs and wonders, hundreds of answered prayers, hundreds of changed lives. Hallelujah. Healed bodies, baptized hallelujah, in the Holy Ghost. My God, all I know is my Redeemer lives today. Listen to this. By the time I get to heaven, how many of you men want victory in your life? I do too. Hallelujah. Then hear me out. By the time I get to heaven, I will have conquered principalities and powers. I'll have fought the beast of West Point or wherever I am. Amen. So will you. I will have triumphed over the world, the flesh, the devil, and human opposition. No man forbidding. Amen. As we walk, spirits designed to destroy, flatten you, steal my joy. Shut your mouth, will I? I have been beaten. I have been, I have beaten. Hallelujah. Who through faith subdued kingdoms. Wrought righteousness, obtained promise to stop the mouth of lions, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, valiant in the fight. Turn to fight the armies of the aliens. Devils are running. Jared, if you just stand with me. If we can just agree on something. You know what I mean? Amen. Amen. It was all won by Jesus Christ. But he trusted you with his power. My Lord and Savior. God trusted you with his power. Hallelujah. My God is big enough to carry a mess like me all the way up the hill of Calvary several times. It don't matter. Amen. He knows we're not going to walk perfect, but my God's big enough. He's already carried the cross up there. He can put you on it. He can put us all on his back and carry us up there and get the job done of saving us. Amen. No problem. Jesus can do it. He's freely given us all things to give us a complete victory. Not a little victory, a complete victory. Hallelujah. Over every trial and circumstance and conflict and criticism and unkind word, rejection, unforgiveness, pain, wounds, sickness, healing, the world, the flesh, the devil, and our own sinful self. Jesus conquered death to give you victory. Grace abounds to the chiefs of sinner. And where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Thank God. I wonder if you could just stand with me for a minute. Hallelujah in this house. And just praise the name of Jesus. Just give God a holy, holy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For the resurrection 
wants an all-access pass to you. He wants VIP to get in to this heart right here and right now. My God, he, there's an act of creation. That's, if you guys are here, you're the greatest miracle. Amen. Has your front street heard your testimony? Has the world heard what happened to you? Has it been published and broadcast and witnessed all around the world what happened to you? My God, My God you're an act of creation. You're alive from the dead. Jesus, have we forgotten who we are? God, open our eyes for the fields are white for a harvest. Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Now, brothers, you can sit down for a minute. And pastor, let me preach a little bit longer. I'm almost to the place I want to get to. You see. Did you guys give me the hand signal? Oh, Lord. How many of you guys have been wounded? Oh, Lord. How many have been left for dead? How many have felt the cold? The darkness, the hell. How many have felt forgotten? How many have felt that you're all alone, even surrounded by people? How many have felt that isolation? Absolutely. My God. I want to tell you what's going on here. <clears throat> Go in your Bibles. This, this, I'm trying to be good, and I'm really trying to be good and just close. But go to, I want you to read your Bibles with me. So go to Psalm 105. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I want you to finish this out with me, reading the Word of God today. Amen? Amen. I want to try to explain what's happening. Why everything isn't idyllic. I want you guys to know what's going on here. And then we'll open up this altar. In Psalm 105, would you go to verse 6? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Everybody there say amen. 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 Let's pick up at 6 with me. Let's just... O seed of Abraham, his servant, ye children. Everybody say I'm a child of God. His chosen. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. He hath remembered his covenant. It's his covenant. Forever. The word which he commanded to a thousand generations. It's the word of his promise. That's what that means. Which covenant he made. Okay? It's his. Notice that? It says he made it. His covenant. Okay? And Abraham and his oath unto Isaac. Now who's speaking here? God. Okay? And confirm, verse 10, the same unto Jacob for a law. And to Israel for an everlasting covenant. And if it's an everlasting covenant, then guess what? You and I are eternal beings and we're going to last ever, forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Saying, I will give the land of Canaan unto the lot of your inheritance. I'm going to give to you, I'm going to give you the lot of your inheritance. I'm going to do it against all odds. When they were but a few men in number, yea, very few, just a remnant, and strangers in the land, okay? Very few. Here's the numbers. Did you know that Abraham had 318 trained servants and warriors? That was it on planet Earth. 318. When Lot was captured. Genesis 14. 
few men. That's an understatement. For 25 years, Abraham was the only party of the covenant. When it became Abraham and Isaac, it was 60 years. For the next 70 to 80 years, it was just Isaac and it was just Jacob. When they went into Egypt, it was the 12 sons of Jacob and their families, 70 people in all. That's it. That was the covenant given to Abraham. Isn't that unbelievably small? And strangers. Strangers. And they went from one nation to another. Let's look at verse 13. From one kingdom to another. From danger to danger. In the wilderness as strangers. My gosh, that sounds like us. Amen? But the protection, look at 14. He suffered no man to do them wrong. God did. He reproved kings for their sake. He kept them. And he's keeping you and he'll defend us. Amen. And he'll vindicate us. And he'll cause no man to hinder you. Saying, touch not who's anointed. Point to yourself. You're the anointed. You're the seed. You're the children. Amen. You're the people of faith. Touch not mine anointed. Do my prophets. Everybody point to yourself. It's not the flimsy prophets that are going out there. If you guys are the prophetic, amen? People that stand for righteousness in this day. They're the prophetic word in this hour, amen? Moreover, he calls for a famine upon the land. I believe he's doing that right now. I believe we're seeing that. I believe something's going to happen in this country. I believe it's happening right now. 17, and he sent a man, even Joseph, right? That was his day. But he sends you men. Amen? He sends you. God sent you. God chose you. You're a child of God. You're a son of... You're, you're, you're part of the seed right here. Look at this. Who was sold for a servant. Who sold you out along the way. Was it brothers? Was it your family? Remember what they did to Joseph? They threw him in a pit and left him for dead. They were tired of his filthy dreams. They were tired of hearing the prophetic word. <laughs> they were tired of the dreamer. So every single one of you that is prophetic and that moves in God is a dreamer. And God has to deal with the dreamer. He was sold for a servant. 18. You with me? Yes. yes. Whose feet they did what? Hurt. 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 Ever, ever been hurt? Yeah, in war, you're going to get hurt. He was laid in iron. He was in prison, cold, chains, dark days, nights, alone, wondering why. Praying, God, remember me. Dear God, remember me. 13 years, 14, what was it? Long time in prison. It says, until the time that his word, his word, that's the promise that was told to him. That was his dreams that had to come to Until that time, the word of the Lord tried him, right? The word tried him means refined him and purified him. Brothers, this explains the wildernesses in our lives. Amen? This just removes the idyllic things that we think we have to have. It explains why we're warriors. It explains the wolves. It explains the dreams. It explains the damsels. It explains the dungeons. It explains the thorns of the flesh, the death blows to self and the soul. I remember one time I was just crying out to God. I said, God, what are you trying to do? Kill me? Mm. It was quiet. Just deafening. Quiet. 
And I knew the answer. Mm. See, we're always delivered into death. That's right. Come on, sir. To the life. So death worketh in us, but life in you. But listen, the life of Christ Jesus that has come out of that, that has come from those experiences that put iron in our backbones. Amen? Hallelujah. And remember, God is with you against all odds. And here's, it got better. Listen, Joseph made it out of the prison. <laughs> Suddenly, he got his promotion from above and so will you. Amen? The king sent and loosed him. Are you with me? I'm verse 20. Just read it with me. We're almost done. The king sent and loosed him. Don't you love freedom? I want freedom. I want to fight for freedom. But we got to do it by faith. Amen. He made him lord of his house and ruler of all his substance. To bind princes at his pleasure. To teach his senators wisdom. And what about the wayward family? That sold him into slavery. And that left him for dead. What about those brothers? Israel. Well, he sent you first. He sent Joseph. He sent a man first. He allowed everything to happen in Joseph's life. And then he gets goes to get them. Amen? Unless the corn of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, right? It'll bring forth much. It had to die. Amen. Every single one of us is an empty possibility. And if we can enter into death, we'll enter into resurrection. Amen. Hallelujah. It'll be worth it all. Hallelujah. It is worth it all. I'll prove it because look at 23. Israel also came in to Egypt. Amen. That's your family. That's your friends. That's the weak ones. That's everybody that you're standing for. That's everything you've ever you've ever fought for. That's all the pain you've ever faced. Hallelujah in your life, and it was for a reason. Amen. So that the family of God could come together. Hallelujah. Jacob sojourned there. Brothers, even in exile, families can flourish. Hallelujah. And he increased his people greatly. I see that happening here in Baton Rouge. Pastor Lee, and made them stronger than their enemies. Hallelujah. It made them to grow. And so every pain, every trial, all the warfare, all of it, all. The devil can't stop the dream that God's put in your heart. He can't stop the dream that God has given you. You can only surrender it to Him. And if you give it to God, that word will come to pass. Amen. Amen. And it's to save so many people alive. Amen. And hallelujah, we need to dream that dream and continue to dream and believe for our families and stand for our flocks. Because if God be for us, then who can be against us? Amen. In this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Joseph in the ages to come will rule and reign. But what about right now? I've got five kids. But against all odds, we're going to do ministry. We're going to raise them up in the ways of the Lord. And I want my brothers to be all around them. Amen. Amen. I want every single one of you with me. Amen. I want to stand with you and support you. I want to pray with you. Let's be the band of brothers. Hallelujah. That this world's never even seen before. Thank you for being a leader in this. Hallelujah. My oldest son, Keaton, he's autistic. He's 10 years old. 
He's autistic right now. Nonverbal autistic. But that's just right now. But against all odds, brothers. I'm looking for a miracle to show the world that God is great. Against all odds is the odds of God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. The current pain, your current pain will cause their eternal pleasure. Hallelujah. Did you hear that? Let me say it again. Your current pain will cause their eternal pleasure. It will be worth it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, man. God, you remnant, you, you 7,000 that are not going to bow, you worshipers of God, my God, the treasure in an earthen vessel, soldiers, hallelujah, I know you felt abandoned, but God is here and he's for you, amen, he's not against you, hallelujah, he's put divine manhood in you, amen, so you might as well stand up right now, hallelujah, he's put it in you, my God, he's filled you with the Holy Ghost, he's given you the spirit of a warrior in this hour, amen, does anybody feel that today, hallelujah, God's going to give you your wings really soon. We're going to fly out of here. There's no doubt about it. Hallelujah. Some glad morning when this life is over, I'll fly away. Amen. We're going to rise. We're going to rise. We're going to rise. Can you say that with me? We're going to rise. 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 You need to yell it. Amen. You need to growl it. Amen. Like a man. Hallelujah. We're going to rise. Hallelujah. There's a remnant that is rising in this hour. Brothers. Would the musician please come? There's one thing about being wounded. It's one thing to be wounded. It's another thing to be healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. And anything that this blood touches, it heals instantly. Amen. One drop of blood is all you need today from the master. And he'll heal and deliver and set free every ounce of anything you're facing in this hour. Amen. Hallelujah. Once there was a wound, and I believe we've all been wounded, but that wound can vanish. Amen. Hallelujah. You can look at that wound and say, what in the world was that even all about? God can make you to forget those things. Amen. He can heal you up, strengthen you up, lift you up to where it doesn't hurt anymore. And you can learn this revelation to change my life. Forgive them for they know not what they do. My God, forgive them. They just didn't know at all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The survivors of Peleliu Island, they said this over and over and over again. They did it for the love of the brothers. These old men in their 90s, they said, I'd go back and I wouldn't do anything different than to fight for my brother. Their trembling hands telling the story. They would have done anything to fight for their brother. Love for their brothers. Love for their brothers. Love for their brothers. Can we find it in the church today in this hour? Oh, my Lord and Savior. Brothers, we need to put down our reputation. We need to cover our brothers in the precious blood of Jesus. You know, in wartime, they jump on a grenade. Amen. And they cover that. But Jesus at the cross jumped on. Not the atomic bomb. 
He, had, he jumped on the most nuclear thing that there ever was, the most radioactive thing, and it was your sin. And it imploded in him. Amen. He took upon all the sin of the world and he set us free. Jesus took the blunt force trauma. He dissolved the wrath of God. And then on the cross, it imploded. They destroyed his body that yours might be made whole. Amen. There's healing in his wings. They nailed Jesus down to a wooden stake that you might be set free. Hallelujah. Jesus took wartime torture. Oh my gosh, to a new level to give you peace. And eternal life. He did that for you because He loved you. Brother, but as they were nailing Him to that cross, the blood was running down. And as they were smiting the rock, hallelujah, the blood and the water came down. And that blood still sets men free today. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. defeated Satan once and for all. And it'll give you life. And life more abundant. Hallelujah. Follow greatness, you better follow Jesus Christ. Amen. You better follow him now, you better follow him today. And hallelujah. Listen to this one thought. Listen, you guys, it'll be worth everything. Light afflictions are momentary. But seeing your sons and daughters delivered. Seeing your families walk safe. Hallelujah. Seeing all the hell that you went through. To be reunited with that family after wartime, my God. To know that you've recovered all, hallelujah, will be worth every second of everything you ever went through in this life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my God. It was for His majesty. It was for His glory. It was for His love. Amen.